When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Recorded live. Hey everybody, it's uh, Chris with my co-host Ross again with another episode of uh, the Black Pill Archives. And uh, we got a few topics here we're going to talk about before uh, diving into more Ogenous. And so I made this note, this would have been a few days ago now when I was at work, but it's just further uh, kind of insight that came to me uh, about the you know, our, our discussions on the fall and uh, what exactly the the fall entailed, and you know, whether there was mortality before that or not. And uh, this is just a note I wrote. I said the fall brought on a curse. Uh, it was, you know, it was in the form of positive law. You know, Yahweh Im- imposed that onto the creation. And it was imposed for violating a revealed law or command. And then I said perhaps there was mortality before that meaning before a law was given, and thus without transgression or curse. Does that make sense? Hello? Oh, hold on. Looks like Ross is muted. Hello? Yeah, man, it makes sense to me. Okay. So there could have been... uh some inherent mortality in the creation, but um, you know it wasn't uh, it wasn't a part of the curse of the fall, which had to do with uh, you know it wasn't it wasn't cursed the creation wasn't cursed you know there could have been mortality in the creation but it wasn't it wasn't cursed yet it was a result of a, a positive law that Yahweh imposed onto it after we violated. You know, a revealed law or command, which is what sin was, right? Transgression. Yeah. So, anyway, that's all I, that's the only note I had on that, but, and then, uh, so I got two directions I could go after this. You can tell me which one you'd prefer, Ross. So, call him. I had an exchange with him on Facebook that I want to read. It's just some uh, comments and uh, sort of uh, compliments on our show that he gave. And then uh, I also saw this new movie that came out called It. <laughs> you went and saw that? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, I was going <laughs> to... come on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Uh, so... Which way do you want to go first? Uh, let's start with it. And, and call okay, it. so, I mean, are you familiar with, like, the premise of this film? So it's based off, you know, the 90s uh, uh, show that they had, you know, which was based off a book, Stephen King book, right? Yeah. 
the 90s show, which I'm sure pretty much everyone who grew up in that era saw. I'm assuming you saw it, so you're familiar with the premise. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. So, uh, just some, some comments here uh, on the movie. Um, so there's this, so basically the premise of the film is there's these group of kids. Uh, they're called, like, the Losers Club. They're, they're like, I don't know, middle school kids, maybe. Um, and uh, they live in this town. It's like a small town called Derry. And it's plagued by, like, this curse, this reoccurring curse that happens every, like, 27 years, I think it was, which isn't a cult number, by the way. But um, basically this supernatural entity, I guess. It's kind of ambiguous in the film, but... I guess it's some supernatural being, like, uh, emerges every 27 years and, um, eats children, like, lures them, uh, feeds off their fear, and then eats them. So, but, um, there's this one, there's there's a female in the movie, her, the, the main girl, her name's Beverly. And uh, it's just really interesting how they portray her. So, first of all, she's a redhead, okay? Boom. So, we got that already. And then she's kind of portrayed as kind of diminutive, like small, like she's almost like delicate. I know, you know, we're we're kind of taking a more tentative approach to these revelations that we've discussed on previous calls. Um, But if we do assume you know, that everything about this Azura figure is true, it is consistent in how in terms of how they portray this character in this movie. Yeah. Because uh, apparently uh, they actually got revelation that Azura was like the little one. She's the little sister. She's almost like yeah. the runt of the, the seven sisters. She actually has like the smallest stature, apparently. That's why they always portray her as kind of diminutive in these films. Um, she's a redhead. Um, she cuts her. She cuts her. So she, the film starts with her hair being long. She cuts it in the film, basically like, like you know, ear length, like a boy, you know, short hair. Ugh. And she's kind of like a tomboy in the movie, too. And they always portray this figure like this consistently. Apparently that's how Semiramis was, which was one of her, you know, lower incarnations. You know, yeah. she she had she was a female, but she had very masculine qualities as well because she was a great ruler, you know, leader. She yeah. ruled after her husband, Nimrod, died. Um... Also, that's why the Statue of Liberty uh, almost has, you know, it could almost be taken as a man. It has very masculine qualities. Yeah. Even though it's supposedly a female. Um, She's also uh, basically portrayed as like a virgin whore. Like, there's all these rumors at her school that she like sleeps around with like everyone, but apparently she's like a virgin in reality. So so you she, got the vir- is she middle school or high school in the movie? 
uh, I think their ages were like 14-ish range. That'd be middle school, right? Yeah, early middle school. Yeah. That's weird. Uh-huh. But yeah, um, so she's, yeah, you got the virgin horror motif, right? Yeah. Which is always associated with this goddess figure. Like Inanna or Ishtar is the the virgin whore. Um, she's also uh, abducted near the end of the movie by the clown Pennywise, who this entity like takes the form of. He takes her down like to the sewers, like his domain, which is underground in the sewers. Yeah. <laughs> it's like literally like. The Persephone myth, like straight up, you know. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, it's obvious who Pennywise or this the clown entity, supernatural entity, is supposed to represent. I guess he, I guess he's supposed to be Hades. Yeah, which makes sense. He's the Satan figure. He kind of projects your worst fears. And you have to confront your fears, you know. I guess that's kind of what Satan does, in a sense. Uh, but yeah, so you got the that whole motif there, the descent into the underworld, taken by Hades. She also is involved in, like, a love triangle with two of the male characters. This is another very common motif with this, with this Azura figure. Apparently, it's actually, you know, they got revelation that it's the meaning behind, you know, the Freemasonic triangle. It's a love triangle. Yeah. Involving three entities. Yeah, so she's got uh, kind of a love triangle going on with one of the, two of the, the boys in the Losers Club, like the main protagonist boy. He's like the alpha of the group. His name is Bill. And then this other short, fat kid. Uh, I don't remember his name, but... I think that Bill's basically the main kid. He's supposed to represent, you know, the David or the Yahweh figure. He's the leader of the group. He's the alpha. Even though they, they portray him as having a stutter, which I find interesting. That's probably like a... kind of a knock against him, you know? Yeah. A dig. They always like to do that. And I think the fat kid might be her her twin, uh, Sorakiel. The one because of his stature, you think he's the, the twin? Well, that and yeah, well that and the the whole love triangle thing, you know, like she has a kind of a connection with him, but she ends up being with the the Bill guy. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh and you know, and, and there's seven there's seven so there's seven members total in the quote unquote losers club. Huh. You also got the seven there, you know. Seven Elohim. Even though mm-hmm. they they don't go like exactly like the seven boys or seven females, like they kinda mix it up, you know, they got one they got Azura in there and then the rest are boys. But it's still, it's the number that's significant. You know, it's the seven. They're still communicating the same, the same number, you know. 
Yeah. So, uh-huh. even though they, you know, mix up the members or whatever, but it's the number that's significant. But, yeah, that was about it. That was about all the... But, yeah, I mean, the symbology with the, the Beverly chick, I mean, it was very, <laughs> very obvious, you know? Yep. So... Yeah, that's about all I had on that. You have any comments? Or... No, but Except I'm not your, surprised. Uh, your apparent disdain that I went and saw this. <laughs> uh, well, I just, it didn't seem like something you would get sucked into, so I'm assuming somebody else. Or, or did you detect that there was a, you know, the person? Oh, I, I usually I, I go previews. see these I go see these films for the. The occult, okay. you know, angle, yeah. Esoteric cinema. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, do you laugh during the whole thing when everybody else is jumping or freaking out? I didn't like get that scared one at all. Crazy guy. In yeah, the and I did. I did. Yeah, I did pretty much laugh through the whole thing. It was actually really funny. It was actually really <laughs> funny, but like, in, like intentionally funny though. I mean, hmm. like not. You know, me laughing at things that were unintentionally funny. Like, it was, uh, not, it was actually... No sardonic crazy laugh? That's <laughs> no fun. Yeah, no, it actually had the script. You know, the just the dialogue was actually really funny, but... Uh, and all the kid actors did a really good job. I mean, they nailed it. The delivery and everything was really good, but... No, I didn't get scared at all. I'm just so desensitized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't do horror most of the time. I don't. You know, it's you know, it's funny. Horror actually, horror and like more like sci-fi horror. That genre that used to be like my favorite genre of film. And like na- you know, after I got sort of woke more, you know, it like totally flipped. Like now, I just I don't even. Yeah, I don't. I don't look at. I, I look at horror like the exact opposite way, you know. Like you don't like sci-fi. You like the more fantasy horror, or what? No, 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 no. I used to like sci-fi horror the best. Like you know, Alien. Oh yeah, got it. Like that'd be a, you know, that's like the classic sci-fi horror film. I actually still consider that 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 film like an example of like a perfect film, what I call like a perfect film, just uh, in terms of the direction and the effects and the acting and how it holds up, even though it was made in like what 1979 or something crazy like that. Yeah, the original, the first one. But yeah, I mean. Obviously, all the sci-fi stuff fell through, you know, and I <laughs> realized uh, the true cosmology and everything. I mean, and then, uh, you know, horror, I just, I just, I'm, I'm repulsed by most of that now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... 
All right, well, so I had an exchange with uh, Callham. Like I said, he sent us some feedback. He sent me a message. He said, uh, on an upcoming show, could both you and Ross go into your personal daily meals? A summary of your normal eating habits. For instance, I have black coffee with coconut oil for breakfast, boiled eggs, meat, and salad for lunch, nuts for snacks, dinner, rare steak with steamed vegetables. Something like that to get an idea of what you guys are eating. Thanks. And then I responded. I said, uh, I'll keep that in mind. I might make some major revisions to my diet just upon reading Ogenis' work. That stuff is alarming. Then he said, uh, just after all the information on raw, low-carb, no legumes, etc., just wondering what you guys mainly ate. I eat basically a paleo-style diet. I obviously don't agree with the caveman evolution views of the diet, but I try to stay clear of all processed foods, grains and legumes, white potatoes, etc. From what I've researched, more ancient grains had a much lower glycemic load, but good luck finding them now. So I mostly have a lot of good animal fats, meats, and vegetables. I occasionally have raw meat, beef and fish, and snack on raw veggies, fruit and nuts and seeds. I also have a lot of cheese and dairy and eggs. A lot of paleo people don't have the dairy. I think it's pretty well balanced. I do occasionally have bread, especially thin wraps for fajita or the like. And I avoid sugar, though I try not to be a pain if I'm eating at a family meal or out with friends. I'll have some pasta or rice in situations like that, if, like that, if that's what I'm given. I'm pretty much the same way with that. And if I'm having sugar, it's normally in drinks like organic cider, wine, or beer. I do feel a lot better cutting out all the carbs that used to make up a lot of my diet. I can definitely relate to that. Pasta and Italian food used to be my favorite food. I'm like totally reversed on that. I don't eat any of that stuff anymore. Oh, and then he says, and I hope the wedding you have to attend goes smoothly. Sounds like an awkward situation. <laughs> oh, by the way, yeah, that did actually go well. Cassandra didn't even show up. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was hilarious because by the sounds of it, I mean, she pretty much told my sister that she was going to be there. And it sounds like she was supposed to be there. So she probably didn't show up because of her conscience. Hmm which would not surprise me at all, you know. And it was, like, super small, dude. I mean, it was even smaller than I thought it would be. So if she would have been there, man, it would have been it would have been uncomfortable. <laughs> I no mean, crowd to get lost in, huh? No, no, man. No, it was, like, in a park, and it was, like, in one little lodge. I mean, in, in this tiny little, like, almost like one-room lodge building at this park. I mean, it was tiny, dude. I mean, there was, yeah, there was nowhere to hide. Nowhere. No crowds to get lost in or anything. So, I responded to him. I said, that's more or less how I eat now, although with the info of Ogenis, I might have to cut out cooked meat entirely and try to get my hands on some raw butter, cheese, and milk. I've looked around my area, but have not had luck yet with those. Also need to up my unheated honey intake. Oh, by the way, yeah, I looked around again on online for raw milk and uh, yeah. cheese in my area. I, I basically had no luck. 
Oh, man. That sucks. I found a lot of local farms selling, like, eggs and honey, but it's like, I mean, I can pretty much get pretty good quality of those at Whole Foods. Like, I don't know if I want to go all all the way out of my way just to go to a farm just to get those two things when they don't even have, like, beef or raw milk, too. You know what I mean? Or It's like... Yeah. That's not much incentive there. I mean, did if they had did you try calling beef them and milk, too, then I'd go, but... You know what yeah, I mean? Did you try calling them, man, and asking if they have anything that's not listed, like liver or whatever? No. You might try that. No, I just, just did a quick... Sure. I just did a Google search for... I didn't go any really in-depth yet. But just from the just from the Google search that I found, it's like nothing... And there was really no results that came up for raw milk or yeah. But Coyam responded, he said We have a place a few miles down the road that does raw milk, might have to try making my own cheese. And we get loads of local honey that's straight from the hive. I take it most summers as the local pollen and it makes my hay fever seasons go hay fever symptoms go away. Try looking at local farmers markets and food festivals in your area. A lot of local producers go to them, and I found many that do are small operations, so don't have advertising or web presence, as they're only small word of mouth, and markets is all they need for their sales. So yeah, I'm going to have to do that, I guess. And then I said, uh, yeah, Ogenis talks about that. He says to take it almost constantly, though, referring to the unheated honey, due to the enzymes in it and the bees do something to it beforehand, rendering any negative effects on your insulin levels null. Uh, And I said, yeah, I'll have to do that. I have good quality honey and eggs, but that's about it. As far as raw kefir and good quality beef, etc., and milk and cheese, it's harder to find. So, by the way, yeah, I looked at the eggs that I buy. from Whole Foods, and it seems like they're free range. I mean, they came with like a little. I just bought two two cartons the other day, and they came with a little uh, like a pamphlet inside. Yeah, I guess showing their business. I mean, it looks it looked like they were they had good good area to roam, free range. It said they just ate whatever's out there. I mean, oh, that's good. Yeah. So that seems like uh, good quality there. Um, and then he he said uh, we use it in tea. That and coconut sugar is about the only sweeteners we use. Uh, and then I respond. I said I used to intermittent fast every day, but I might change that now after reading Ogenus. He seems to suggest that eating more of the right food is better, as you will be constantly detoxing plus receiving proper nourishment or supplying proper nourishment, unlike in fasting. I am underweight too, and he says that is bad. I want to. I want to bulk up, so I'm probably gonna have to eat more. Yeah. Uh, he says more fats and more protein. Then, yeah, definitely. If you drink tea or coffee, put butter or coconut oil in it. Makes it rich and velvety, an easy way to have a lot of fats. Same with smoothies. Add cream and butter. 
I said, uh, yeah, I need to up my protein and fat intake, definitely. I'm going to start eating way more raw eggs and also meat. As for cream and butter, I need to find good quality first. I also need to find a good way to marinate raw meat to make it taste better. Ajina says great things about olive oil, so maybe marinate in that and something else. Not sure yet. Uh, and then he said, uh, for raw beef, I like using garlic, oil, chilies, and fresh basil. Or I put lemon and lime with fresh ginger, garlic, and fresh turmeric and chilies. And I like dipping it in strong English mustard or, or wasabi. Adds a real kick. Huh. Or make your own infused oils. Just add herbs, garlic, chilies, whatever to your oil. Put it in an airtight container and store in a cool, dark place until it has taken on the flavor. I said I'll have to experiment. If all Ajina says that can happen from eating meat that was frozen beforehand is some E. coli and such, then I don't care about that. His view of bacteria is that virtually it is basically all positive, as well as parasites. You know what I mean? If the worst thing can happen, if you eat some raw meat that had been frozen beforehand, as you throw up or have diarrhea or something, well, Ajina says that's positive, too. <laughs> yeah. He says that's your that's your body's most rapid way of detoxing is either vomiting or diarrhea. So, I mean, if that's the worst that can happen, then that's that's not that's not anything to be worried about. You know what I mean? If if that's a good thing, then would it be a good idea to find a dead animal out in the woods and just go as near as you can and just inhale deeply until you vomit? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't I mean, know, I man. Believe, I don't believe in germ theory anymore, but I'm still kind of wary about how to know if it's a good idea or not to do these things. I don't know, man. He's he's everything I've read about what he says about diarrhea and vomiting is just is positive. Mm. You know, it's your body. Your your body's detoxing rapidly. That's what it. That's what it is. That's what it means when it's doing that. Know what I mean? Yeah. It's dumping, hey, by the way, toxins, Chris, it's dumping toxins rapidly and then eliminating them. Yeah. Hey, by the way, what? which county? Which county do you live in? In Iowa? Uh, Polk. Polk County. P O L K. Yeah. I don't see it. Oh, I see it. There we go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and he said, uh, "I tri- huh? Do you want me to talk about what I've been able to get my hands on? Food okay. Well, hold on. Hold on. Let me finish. So he said, "I try and find local farmers markets. Probably your best bet for sourcing some bits. And the sellers might know other providers that will have what you want." And then I said, uh, by the way, I also do buy into paleo arguments because they can be argued equally as well from a devolutionary point of view, just as well as an evolutionary. However, I don't take the devolutionary argument to the extreme by taking the idealist position that says we should be fruitarian because Adam and Eve were, because it is apparent that we in our environment have changed to the point to where such a diet is not optimal to maintain strong and healthy bodies. Okay, he said, uh, not just the environment. Um, 
the very plants and food itself. I'd imagine plants in the garden were not devoid of nutrition like modern varieties grown in poor soil. I said, uh, yes, and the soil was also different as well as the climate. Also, I think we were adapted to handle the massive amounts of fructose and sugar and also had the enzymes necessary to get the nutrients we need from fruit. He said, uh, quite possibly. Also, a lot of modern varieties of plants, fruit, etc., are massively different from older stock, normally selected to have, a ma- to have massive yields, fast growing time, etc., in grains, I know a byproduct of this selection is higher starch loads. Fruit fruit may well have been less sugar-laden way, way back without generation upon generation of selective pollination for certain traits that are just bene- benefits for profit, not nutrients. That was a really good point. Yeah. I said, uh, very true. Gatiss talks about how most fruit people eat nowadays is cultivated and nutritionally deficient and also harmful. All right. That was basically it. But today, uh, so today I ate three meals, which I normally don't. You know, I usually intermittent fast, only eat two, you know, morning and night or morning and evening. Today I had three, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Uh, I ate a lot of raw eggs for both breakfast and lunch two each, each time, and then uh, just had some fruit here, and I think I just had fruit this morning, actually, just a banana, and then I had um, a lot of unheated honey, Um, I picked up some, like, I think it's coconut cream, but it's not like, it, it wasn't explicitly called coconut cream. At Whole Foods, like it's, it, I I read it. It says it's. It said it was just the coconut meat, like blended. I mean, isn't that coconut? That that to me is like coconut cream, isn't it? Yeah, I found a jar of that, and they called it coconut manna. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I got though. But I uh, mixed that in a bowl with some unheated honey, and I threw some almond butter in there too. A lot of fat, mixed yeah. it all together. I think I put some uh, bee pollen in there, too, but I ate that. That was pretty good. But, I mean, it's a lot of fat was what I was going for, you know? Yeah. And then uh, for dinner, I just had a raw ribeye. And uh, he actually, and Ogenist actually recommends eating uh, your raw meat with unheated honey because the enzymes will help. Mm-hmm. And I did that. And I got to say, man, my energy levels all day were high, super high, super high. And I know, and I felt strong too. I mean, I, there is a noticeable difference. Like I felt strong, you know, physically. Yeah. Uh, my energy levels were super high, especially, I mean, I really noticed after eating the raw eggs, man, like my energy shot up, you know? Yeah. So uh, I think I'm definitely gonna keep. I, I don't think I'm. I think I'm gonna drop cooking, man. I think Ogenus is. I mean, after reading his stuff, I don't know how I can cook anymore. <laughs> you know, he seems to think yeah. that. He seems to think that. I mean, basically nothing good happens when you cook. You know what I mean? Like at all. Bad happens. That's that's it. That's all that happens is bad. You know. Yeah. 
I mean, if I go out to eat somewhere, I mean, obviously I'll be eating cooked, but I, I'm not going to do any cooking myself, I don't think, anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I eat, like, some cooked... Well, I guess no. No, I was going to say if I possibly eat, like, some granola or something, but even then, I usually buy the raw the raw stuff that's not that's just like nuts and stuff so I don't even and I guess that wouldn't even be cooked yeah <laughs> that's good yeah I I noticed I was able to get my hands on some yeah it says raw honey I don't know how you know well preserved it is you gotta make sure it says unheated no, it does. It says it wasn't heated okay. above 74 degrees Fahrenheit, but okay. Uh, okay, yeah. I don't know how long it was sitting on the store shelf. Sure, yeah. But but uh, it felt pretty good. I got an energy burst from it. Mm-hmm. And I also mm-hmm. got some of that uh, coconut uh, butter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny that we both picked that up. <laughs> that one, I, I like them both. Yeah. I like the taste of it a lot, actually. I I, I mixed those in a bowl, and I just ate it like that. The honey with the coconut stuff. It was really good. Mm-hmm. All righty. So, should I talk about my own uh, findings? Sure. Uh-huh. Good food-wise? Okay, so I was able to find a Western Price directory-listed... Uh, source of raw milk it's just real pricey and it's across town and I don't currently have a car so I don't do it every week sometimes I have to hop the bus and I can't get much at a time because it's pricey it's $16 a gallon of goat milk or 12 for cow milk whoa 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 whoa, whoa. hold on what'd you say you said $60 $16. no 16 one six. Oh, I was gonna say no no I would be like forget it man yeah, dude. Sixteen though is still <laughs> that's still quite a bit. Steep. But I, I, no, I would do it. Saying. I would do it though. I would do it though. Yeah. Yeah. I need to budget a little better. But yeah. I think I could work it in more regularly if I avoid, you know, splurging on other shitty things. foods. Right. Yeah. 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 Um and they do have some organ meats, but they're previously frozen. But they're from organic uh, grass-raised cows, so they're still better than the chicken liver buckets that I got at the store. And I read that chicken liver is lower in vitamin A anyway than cows. So yeah, I, knew I think that. it's still a better source. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I was reading some, some comments on one of Gatiss' videos today. He says uh, pre-frozen is still, I mean, it's still better than... I mean, it's it's the next best thing. The only thing better than pre-frozen is just totally raw, you know? Yeah. But, well, that's why I was talking about dove hunting the last time we talked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I want to get pristine stuff, that's what I'm going to have to do. And I can't do that too regularly. Right. I mean, pre-frozen is probably the best you're going to be able to get if you're not living on a farm or, you know what I mean, if you're not hunting regularly. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That might just have to be the best you can achieve. But Gatiss, I mean, he still said that that's, you know, I mean, it's obviously better than cooking. Yeah. So, 
Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I left out earlier this week. I got a gallon of the goat's milk, and I left it out of the fridge overnight. I drank half of it the first day, um, and it was fine. And then I let it sit out of the fridge overnight um, in a room-temperature room, and it got warm, and it was it was not too bad in the morning, but I took it to work, and I put it in my locker. And by the afternoon, when I took it out again, I couldn't drink anymore because it smelled so bad. It was, it was weird. Like, not... It was nothing like the fresh smell or even the fresh taste. kind of has a goaty flavor. I don't know if you've ever had goat meat. Oh, it yeah. It had a tinge of that flavor. I don't mind that. But when it started to go bad like this, oh, dude. Oh. And uh, the, the sip I got in the morning, it... Uh, it was just before the point where it would have made me throw up, I think, because I was a little bubbly in the stomach for the rest of the day until I ate a bunch of spicy Mexican food for dinner. Calm me <laughs> down. But uh, then I had some gastrointestinal stuff the next day. Yeah, so. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I wonder if he... I think he... I think... See, I think Ogenus keeps it in the fridge, but... He yeah. takes it out when he's going to drink it. Like, he'll take it out for 24 hours before he drinks it. And then he'll drink wow. it, but then I think he puts it back in the fridge. So it'll keep. Okay. If that well, makes I mean, sense. Yeah, I mean, it, it was in a fridge when I bought it. They stored it in a fridge at this little shop where they... Yeah, I don't, know, I don't, think, he, I don't think he leaves it out over okay. 24 hours like you, you were doing. But... I mean, you can. You can still do that and drink it, and it's fine. I mean, it's, you know. Yeah, okay. I mean, uh, if, if dairy I, never goes if, bad. It just keeps fermenting. So it's, there's nothing bad that'll happen if you uh, drink it. But, I mean, I obviously, you if you can't. Used to that. You're right, right. That's what I mean. Obviously, if you can't handle the taste, then that's that's bad, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so here's Which my I'm sure theory. I'm sure cow's milk would be more tolerable in that regard yeah. than goats because goat definitely has that strong flavor. Well, I'm telling you, it's, it's not, it wasn't a big deal when it was fresh, but it was after it started to ferment. That's what I mean. Nice. I bet, that's what I mean. I bet cow's milk is more tolerable for that, for the fermenting. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I think it was just being left out. And here's my other theory. It could have been because I left the cap on. Does it have to be aerobic? Uh, I mean, I'm not I, mean sure. I wonder. I, I know you don't know the answer. I'm just wondering out loud. Possibly, yeah. Possibly. And uh-huh. I kept it in the plastic carton that it came in, so. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. Milk doesn't have acid, does it? It's not like a kombucha or a kefir. It's not acidic. I mean, it's no, calcium, no, right? It's, no, it's That's basic. Alkaline. It's not acidic. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm just. I'll have to experiment and <laughs> probably yeah. force myself to get well, he it also, on and he also talks it. about mix he also talks about mixing it with other things like unheated honey and yeah. such to improve the flavor. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, I'll have to experiment. But I mean that's good that you found a source. I mean Yeah, and they also sell cream. Cow's cream. Oh and man, that's really? That I love that stuff. They sell it in these little Half quart size bottles. Oh man, I'm, I'm and as yelling. long as you keep it fridged, yeah, yeah, I know. That's pretty pricey too. Yeah. Honestly, I would say that so far the cream is better. 
at first it was so rich, dude, that I couldn't finish it all. Like the first week I got one because uh-huh. it was so rich. It made me nauseous after a few sips. I'm thinking I have a little bit of that copper overload zinc deficiency imbalance that we read about from Weston Price. Uh-huh. Um, not to the extent that the woman in the article had it, but I think I do have some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. And your yeah, gut's probably we, damaged. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this this will help, though, what you're doing. It'll help yeah. restore that. I remember back in high school, I had terrible cystic acne and zinc supplements were one of the uh, the more potent uh, natural supplements that uh, was recommended to me and it did seem to help I, I told you that before right I also put yeah. topical zinc cream overnight on my face and that was like reduced the inflammation like by 50% overnight mm-hmm. um, so yeah I think I do have a chronic zinc deficiency well, you're going to have to eat more raw meat. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm up for it. I just got to get it. I just got to find a good source of it as well. Yeah. I, I have been eating the uh, the cow's liver from this farmer's market raw. Uh-huh. I just got to thaw it out first. Right, and, right. Uh, and, uh, oh, and the thing is, save as much of the liquid as you can. Because uh, it's dark red from a liver, but it's not blood. It's just, that's the color of a liver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you got some grass-fed r- liver then? Yeah, organic. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, that's going to yeah. be really good then. The thing is, it's, well, I guess that's not a problem now. I just got to... <laughs> so basically, my living situation is a small place right now, and I share it with my father. And uh, he's He's not the type to even entertain these uh, new ideas for a second. He'll shut me down. He's like, Rob, what about listeria? What about food poisoning? What about E. coli and botulism? Yeah, yeah. People yeah. have died. You know, so I can't really talk to him yet. I want to I wanna try to improve my health with this and uh, let that be the proof first. And then maybe yeah. a few months down the road, if he notices something, you know, that I'm getting better or stronger or you know, just healthy in general. Maybe he'll ask and maybe I can, you know, with the proof before him, mm-hmm. I can uh, start to talk to him about it. But anyway, I I say all that because I want to do the high meat stuff, the fermented meat, but it's a small space and I'm afraid I won't be able to hide it. Yeah. The smell. Yeah. yeah I do yeah, have I a, don't, a, I'm not sure a, that a, I'd a be A strip able. of woods nearby. Maybe I can hide it out there and <laughs> check on it every day if the animals don't get to it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'll be able to do that in my situation, the high meat stuff. Yeah. It's probably not, not possible with my parents. I mean, I don't think that stuff's really necessary. I mean, as long as you're eating raw meat, you know, that's the key. I don't yeah. think you really need to. You know, the high meat's more of a supplementary thing, you know. Yeah, that's more of a detox, right? Get a bunch of uh, a burst of bacteria and viruses going through you to clear out the yeah. good stuff. Yeah, but I mean, if you're eating raw meat on the regular, then you know you're going to be having the same same benefits. 
Yeah. But yeah, all right. Well, yeah, that's good. Oh, and one more thing I want to mention. Um, if you can get chicken feet, that's like, I mean, chicken feet, chicken legs, you know, they're little talons. Mm-hmm. Those things are so full of gelatin, dude. Like, it's like 90% gelatin and 10% normal muscle meat. So, I mean, it's like bone broth, but you don't have to cook it as long. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's something about it. I know he said that gelatin shouldn't be eaten a lot, but I'm still not sure on that one. The Western Price sources say that that's very good for healing injuries and improving digestion. Mm-hmm. And it makes me feel good. I feel an energy burst when I eat that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's satiating mm-hmm. when I eat it. So, you know, that, it's not uh, bad in small quantities. Whoever's right, whoever happens sure. to be right, it's not bad in small quantities. So if you can get some of that every now and then, that one's a good uh, piece of awful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. O F F A L, not A W F U L. Anyway, that's all. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I listened to Globusters too today. Show they had it was a really. They had they had the guy on that did the magnetic Earth video. I mean, it was like super. They got super deep, you know, heady. I couldn't really grasp most of it, but. Um, I mean, it's still really interesting. I'll probably have to re-listen to it a couple times. But uh, uh, Bob was saying how the guy, remember how I said last time how he had a guy on, a globehead guy who gave him a supposed picture that he took of the eclipse and he raised the levels on it and showed yeah. a um, supposed earth shine, you know, the moon's features. Well... Apparently, so there's this huge controversy over this now that's erupted ever since then. Apparently, the guy, he never gave him actual raw uh, pictures. He gave him, like, a JPEG. Um, So, basically, long story short, like, they're not even sure if this image is real. There's reason to doubt its authenticity. So... We're basically back to square one on not knowing what caused the eclipse. Oh man! You know, so it might be Rahu after all. Yeah, it might be. Or, well, actually, the guy that he had on this show was—he took a bunch of pictures of the eclipse as well, and he, uh, his research led him. And this is the guy that put together that magnetic flat Earth video. Okay, so he's like super smart, you know. This guy. uh he concluded that there was nothing that passed in front of the eclipse, in front of the sun. Because he, uh, all his, all his uh, tools that he used to mess with the photographs and stuff, and, you know, mess with the saturation, the contrast, the levels, he put it through different light spectrums, you know. There, he didn't see anything in front of the sun. Like, there was no object there. Which is equally, you know, just as perplexing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So basically, well, that theory is that his, his theory was that his theory is that there's like magnetic nodal points 
that the bodies can pass through that basically uh, cancels out all the light that we see from them. And that's that's what causes the eclipse. Like there's not actual bodies going in front of them. It's like a some kind of electromagnetic phenomena. It's canceling out the light that passes to us or that, you know, goes to us. So that's another possibility now. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to. Re- I'll have to rewatch. I'll have to re-listen to it again. I might splice out some parts of it too. But anyway, um. See, I talked to Drake on masturbation a little bit. You talked to him? Yeah, I uh, posted a comment on one of his videos because he's never really, I've never really heard him explicitly address this. Uh, I asked him, though, I said, so is looking at pornography for the sole purpose of the mechanical biological release of masturbation a sin then? question mark Drake said this was his answer he said no if it was then masturbation itself would be a sin because when masturbating people think upon pornographic images I said uh, I see thanks for the reply I get continually confused with this issue because I will only watch it to perform the mechanical release and then the impulse is immediately gone I have prayed about this issue constantly, but the desire uh, to relieve said mechanical release does not go away. And I'm not sure if my conscience is plagued by false guilt or what. So then I asked him, would you make a distinction between obsessing over pornography, um, however, as opposed to looking at it simply when the mechanical need arises? And he said, exactly. That's all he said. That's all he responded. Exactly. So I'm not sure if he, I'm not sure if he, I'm not sure if he read my whole comment, but he might have just read the first part and then just typed that. But uh, I don't know, man. I'm still. uh, Well, I I I lean towards being in agreement with him, but um, I don't know. I definitely would never tell or tell people that tell men that masturbation or even looking at porn is a sin because uh, I mean we're we're basically living I mean we're living in like the apocalypse like you can't even get married <laughs> you can't even yeah. get married now you know what I mean what the well, hell are these lit, men for sure. what are these men supposed to do I mean it's like I mean we know the Bible doesn't teach ascetic Gnosticism it doesn't teach that your biological desires of your body are evil, right? Yeah. So there's got to be some balance here, you know what I mean? I mean, there's got to be. It's like <laughs> there's nothing else they can do. You, you can't even have you can't have sex with these women, and you can't marry them. You know? Yeah. So, and I found that. Uh, this is another thing I found. I found that the the longer I go resisting 
uh, the urge to relieve relieve this myself. Um, yeah, actually, the more I think about it, the more I then think about it and like get obsessed obsessed with it. It's like the desire becomes stronger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it becomes harder to it, it, which tells me that it's it's this is just a biological desire. You know what I'm saying? It's just a mechanical, biological thing. You know? Uh-huh. I don't know how else. I don't know how else to describe it. You know what I mean? Yep, I've experienced the same thing. It's not like if you just get past a threshold, it's gonna melt away. No, no, no I found it like, actually. It's constantly it gets, there. It's like thirst or need it, for oxygen. I found it. I found it actually gets worse. Yeah. And it's like when you relieve yourself, it, it just goes away immediately, and then I just stop thinking about it immediately. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, I, I think this is just a biological, mechanical thing. <laughs> I mean, it's just like eating. You know, when you get hungry, you have to eat. That's That's what it is. It's just the biological thing in your body that's not evil. You know, yep. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, agreed. Uh, agreed. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> we don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to be promoting any ascetic monasticism here. It's you not know, a permanent think- solution, though. I mean, you still, it's best to strive to put that drive to something that bears fruit instead of just, you know. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Burning it off. Oh, I agree. Yeah. But I mean, that's easier said than done. And like you said, we're living under a corporate curse, basically. Yeah. Yeah, we're living under total oppression. I mean, I mean, I, I, w- I would, I would say, like, yeah, it'd be great to find a girl to marry, but it's like the whole concept of marriage, the whole modern concept, is totally opposed to the Bible. Yeah, like seditious, seditiously opposed. The whole thing. I mean, if a woman can divorce you for any reason, no fault, it is automatically entitled to half of what you own. That's and all your children. Yeah, that's not that's not equality. That's female supremacy. That's the complete reversal of the Bible. You know what I mean? That's that's complete oppression upon the man. I mean, there's there's mm-hmm. even if you do find a woman that you say you can trust, how could you possibly enter that kind of situation? You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe you can trust her now, but I mean, most women in this hemisphere and you know, modern civilized countries are feminized. And so she's going to have friends, right? You can't keep her shut yeah. forever. Yeah. So you got to constantly worry about, okay, are her jealous? You know how women sabotage each other constantly if they're jealous of the other one's good relationship or happiness? Oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, they'll do that unless they're all yep. happily married to, you know, guys who share the exact same belief and... <laughs> You know, if anyone's got a a community like that, I'd love to know, but I don't, 
you know, we're so fragmented and isolated. Well, here's another thing. Drake even said, apparently, uh, even under common law, like if you uh, just, uh, uh, you know, live with a woman, but you don't officially, quote, marry her, under under common law, you're still, you'll still up, end up, it'll have the same legal repercussions. Like if you guys separate after a certain amount of time, she can still uh, be entitled to half her stuff and she can still, uh, um, she's still obligated to certain things. I mean, it's like, it has the same, it's, it's looked at the same legally, has the same legal ramifications. Basically, you can't even live with a female today. You can't even live with one, like, period. In the same house. I mean, it's that bad. You know what I mean? I've heard worse, dude. You want to hear one? Sure, yeah. So, I heard this from the the subreddit, the red pill. Subreddit.com. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, there was a girl who had a gay guy friend. And she, like, over a decade ago, asked him to be a sperm donor. Um, and she had a child without a father in the picture, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, a decade later or longer, uh, she's gone through some financial problems and she sues him for child support. And uh, she wins. Mm-hmm. You know, just crazy mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, guys who do sperm donations to sperm banks um, have also gotten penalized for that. You know, even though it's supposed to be an anonymous. Oh not wow! That support, not that I support that type of business. I think that's mm-hmm. an insane, disgusting business. But mm-hmm. you know? yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, we're under like total oppression. I mean, it's just yeah, it's really literally the apocalypse. I mean, it's like, like straight up. It's not. We're not exaggerating. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like, if masturbate. I mean, if masturbation's a sin. I mean, you you might as well just flagellate yourself. Seriously, just hack it off. Because, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm not kidding because it's. I know. I that's why I'm it, laughing because there is no other option. No, no, we're, we're we're at that, we're in that situation, you know, where that's, I mean, if if if, if asceticism and monasticism is true, then yeah, I mean, we're all we're all doomed. Did the jacket off or hack it off, dude? For real? Yeah. All right, hold on, I gotta plug in my phone. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not even sure if I uh, buy into, like, uh, oh, if you masturbate, you'll lose the life force that you can't replace and, like, stuff like that. I'm not even sure if I, I'm not even sure if I buy into all that, you know? And if you lose, you know, you lose the nutrients and stuff, well, can't that all be replenished if you're eating, like, the, the raw diet? It can, you know? it just takes time, and, uh, you know, you you're drive uh waxes and you know it'll it'll reach a peak in your life and after a certain age it starts to go down 
That's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, when when like our age, dude, how the hell how the hell can we re- resist this? It's like impossible. You know what I mean? Yeah, we should be in the prime of fatherhood. I know. With a girl who's you know seven to ten years younger than us, perhaps perhaps our own age. But uh, you know, if she w- were to be in her peak fertility and beauty years as well. Yeah. Then uh, that would be the age range for her, optimally. You know, us being mid-20s. Yep. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know, man. Well, I'll just... I, I, I'm, I'm going to get explicit here. I go, like, probably, probably like, once a week. Uh-huh. That's about that's about as far as, as far as I can go before it gets. I mean, it gets to where it's like I'm thinking about it constantly. Yeah. It's just so like you see an attractive female in public, and you might explode. Yeah, I mean, it's just like I, it's down. like it's like <laughs> I'm thinking about it so much. It's just like involuntary thoughts too, which tells me this is just a biological thing. So it's like, mm-hmm. and then it's just like when I release it, then those thoughts end, and it gives me relief, and then I can stop thinking about it, you know, constantly. You know, I mean, it just goes away. It's like, why not just relieve it instead of just, like, trying to resist it, which just makes the thoughts more obsessive, you know, and just continues this vicious cycle, you know what I mean? And it's just, like, insanity, you know? Like when you've got to take a dump and you just want to hold it in for hours and hours, you know? Eventually, yeah. <laughs> you can't do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, I don't know, man. And I think the longest I think the longest I went without doing it was like I don't know. I think it was like a few 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 months, maybe like four four or five months. That was when I was at Owens Minor. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the hell I did that either, but I almost think it's probably like diet related too because it's like drake says and it's like ajana says i mean if you're eating raw meat i mean you're gonna have you're gonna have the vital potency you know often i mean it's just just a byproduct of that you know test spikes and just well higher levels in general yeah when i was working at owens i was fasting a lot that's probably why that's probably why right there. No, oh, it's coming yeah, to me. I was fasting. <laughs> yeah. I was fasting like all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. But Yep. Yeah. You ever want your sex drive to come back in full force fast for like three days to a week? And then as soon as you start eating again within twenty four hours, like boom. Yeah. Full force sex drive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna start, man. I re- I really want to bulk up though. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna I'm gonna I mean I'm gonna start eating like this every day and see what happens. Mm. Yeah, because I mean look at Gatus, dude. Look at the evidence there. I mean he he was like he looked like he was malnourished and underweight before uh, before he went on this diet, didn't he? Yeah, he's a pale shrimp, and then he, he went to. Yeah, you know, <laughs> golden Scandinavian. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it seems like this diet's what did that. So, 
hopefully uh, maybe he can do the same. I don't know. We'll see. All right, well, I guess we will continue Ajanis now. See, I'm not really sure where we left off. Hold on, hold on. Before you do that, um, Uh did you by any chance search the pickyourown.org for uh, nearby farms? You said pick your own? Yeah, pickyourown.org. No, never heard of that. Um, it's a lot of produce, but they may, you know, the occasional farm may have eggs or meat. Okay. So just, you know, just to make okay. sure, you might want to try that out. Uh-huh. All right. I'll have to take a look at that. All right. That's okay, fine. so let's see. I think the last part we left off was croup, croup cough. So the croup is a high-pitched cough that is accompanied by difficult breathing. A sore throat usually precedes the cough. This type of cough generally affects children under age 5. The cough is necessary to bring circulation to toxin-blocked tissue of the lungs, heart, and throat. Eating honey-butter mixture soothes the tissue and eases difficult breathing. Drinking smoothies and eating citrus fruits helps cleanse the mucous membranes. Eating antibiotic-free and hormone-free raw chicken or turkey helps to strengthen and rebuild the affected tissue. Cystic fibrosis is a hardening and thickening of glands, such as gallbladder, lungs, pancreas, and sweat glands, similar to colloidal tissue. It is thought to be a hereditary inability to digest foods, causing failure of normal growth and development. It is only hereditary in that the genes have lost access to the plan for synthesizing many enzymes. The enzyme mutations for digesting, assimilating, and utilizing cooked green and red fruits and vegetables are not produced, causing dryness, lesions, and scarring, eventually producing thick mucus in an attempt to harness and eliminate the resultant toxicity. Symptoms. Poor circulation, respiratory difficulties, especially in the later part of the day, sour palate, mustard taste in the mouth, eyes that have difficulty focusing in bright light, difficulty in communicating, and a feeling of isolation. Avoiding cooked green foods and cooked red and orange fruits and vegetables stops the general hardening of glands. Eating raw green salads with a raw, unpasteurized vinegar dressing helps cleanse the residues and resins that have scarred the glands. Eating all foods raw, except some cooked starches if necessary, supplies the body with plenty of enzymes for digestion. Eating plenty of raw fat and unheated honey with everything, especially with cooked starch if necessary, supplies the body with the nutrients to lubricate the body and make and replace most enzymes that may be missing in glands and throughout the body. Dandruff is one layer or more of dry dead skin on the scalp that cracks and flakes. Hardened fat or unutilizable fluid fat are the cause. The bacteria that usually accompanies this condition are a result of the body trying to detoxify the fat. Some people are antibacterial 
or or some people use antibacterial shampoos. These shampoos poison the scalp. The poisons are often absorbed into the body and brain, causing impatience, discontent, and irritability. Eating plenty of raw fat and alkalizing foods usually ends dandruff within one to two months. Occasionally, it may return for a week or two as the body discards old, stored, unutilizable fat and other toxins through the scalp. Those toxins cause the scalp to dry and the upper layer to flake. During these times, a topical remedy can be applied. Once every second or third day, massage one and a half tablespoons of cold-pressed below 96 degrees fermented coconut oil or stone-pressed olive oil blended with one teaspoon fresh cucumber into the scalp and let stand overnight. Then wet hair, wash hair, and scalp with a whipped raw whole egg. Let egg remain for three to five minutes and rinse hair and scalp thoroughly. Dehydration is a deficiency of H2O in the cells. Drinking water does not supply cells with absorbable H2O. Drinking water causes cellular drying and bloating in the body's fluid systems. For H2O to be properly absorbed, H2O must be bound to nutrients other than minerals and water. The only way to properly hydrate the body is to eat and drink raw foods. Eating tomatoes hydrates cells best. Or blending three cups tomatoes, one to two teaspoons raw on pasteurized apple cider vinegar, two to four tablespoons unheated honey, and either and either four tablespoons unsalted raw butter, or six tablespoons raw cream, or four tablespoons raw coconut cream, or eight tablespoons avocado, and drinking it throughout the day hydrates cells wonderfully. A less desirable alternative would be to drink the mixture of at least two tablespoons of unheated honey, two tablespoons fresh raw lemon or lime juice, and one cup naturally sparkling mineral water. So that's really interesting. Um, Depression. Transient depression is most often caused by low blood sugar. Drinking a blenderized mixture of a half cup of fresh or raw fresh fruit, such as orange or pineapple or whatever fruit appeals to you, and a half cup unheated honey usually brings immediate relief. Drinking a little and then sipping the rest over a one to two hour period often creates better results. If hypoglycemia or diabetes is involved, one to three ounces raw cream or a half to one avocado or other raw fat e.g. raw coconut cream, unsalted raw cheese, should be blended in or eaten with the fruit and honey mixture. To handle repeated and extended spells of depression, oh, and this is see page 141. Uh, chronic depression is most often caused by low bacterial levels in the digestive tract and or protein deficiencies. Eating at least one pound of raw meat... Oh, hold on. You're still there, right? Hello? Ross, you still there? Hello? All right, Ross might have stepped away, I guess. Uh, Let's see. 
Uh, eating at least one pound of raw meat and a half cup raw cream daily helps ease chronic depression. To completely resolve it, I suggest eating high meat. Doing something creative inspires creative thinking for problem solving instead of worrying. Uh, Ross says he's muted. Ross, you're not muted in the in the. I don't know what's going on here. It doesn't say you're muted. All right, guys, we're having technical difficulties here. Hello? Hey, man, sorry, I got hung up. Okay. It's weird, my, like, room, the room, you know, uh, window, like, wasn't updating, so it didn't show you as muted. Oh, yeah, it'll time out if you leave it too long. Yeah, close it and then sign in and get into it again. Anyway, continue. Okay, you heard everything, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh... Concentrating on creating positive things and experiences helps create a better future. Then making choices based on yourself, experiencing a more suitable future makes your future a better reality. Believing in sayings like, quote, too good to be true, closes the door to wonderful experience. Inventions are rarely made by proving something can't be done. Inventions are made by focusing on the possibilities that something can be done. If I had believed what the doctors said about my probabilities, I would be dead. If I had listened to what most of my teachers and counselors told me of my aptitude, ap- what my aptitudes were, I would not have been able to read a book, much less write this one. What will you invent or create of your future? Okay. Dermatitis applies to various inflammations in the skin. These inflammations are detoxification of the lymph and the skin. Eating two to four smoothies daily blended with red or yellow fresh raw unripe fruit like tomato or papaya or pineapple and getting plenty of sunshine assists this detoxification. If the taste of tomatoes blended with eggs is repulsive, the smoothie can be made with another fruit. Then in between smoothies, eating plenty of raw tomatoes or a raw tomato drink Two to five tomatoes blended with one to four tablespoons unheated honey and one to two tablespoons of raw and pasteurized apple cider vinegar neutralizes toxins that cause this condition. Typically, rinsing the skin with a mixture of two ounces water and one tablespoon raw and pasteurized apple cider vinegar provides the skin with nutrients to detoxify more easily so that large skin eruptions are not as necessary, if at all. Detoxification is the metabolic process by which toxins are changed into less toxic or more excrescent substances. Bacteria, parasites, fungi, and virus perform many types of detoxification. Stopping detoxifications will cause toxic buildups that become disease. 
It is much healthier in most circumstances to let detoxification run its course while we nurture our bodies with the best raw diet. I don't suggest that anybody force any type of detoxification, including by fast or colonic. Everybody will have enough colds, flu, occasional vomit and or diarrhea, skin eruptions and sores, and short-term aches and pains, which are all detoxification throughout his or her lifetime without forcing any more. However, if someone is feeling extra strong, has 30 days when he or she can afford to be lethargic and wants to rid himself or herself of some of the mutant antibodies caused by vaccines, eating moldy raspberry juice, as mentioned in Appendix D, pages 132 to 137, frees many blood proteins to speed his or her journey to optimal health instead of being utilized by needless mutant antibodies. An orange or lemon or lime or strawberries may be molded and the juice drunk instead of raspberries. Whatever, Whichever is more appealing to you will be the one that is right for you. Note that if lethargy strikes, usually it strikes three to four weeks after drinking the moldy juice, and lethargy can last for at least 30 days and, in rare cases, up to one year. Sometimes lethargy is accompanied by mild to severe depression. If anyone is going to drink moldy juice, he or she should be prepared. So that's why I, that's why I texted you that. Because, uh, wow. yeah. I mean, he says that it won't happen in all cases, but if it does happen, I mean, he talks, he's talking about it here like it's basically irreversible, right? Because it's a, yeah. it's a, de- it's a detox symptom. So you can't, you know, if it happens, there's nothing you can do. I mean, you, if you stop it, I mean, you can never stop detoxification. You can stop it, but that won't, it'll, it'll come back, right? Because, you know, your body you better detoxing. run its course or it's going right. to run you down, right. yeah. Yeah. Just like when your body, you know, you get a cold or the flu, you know, you can't reverse after your body's made the decision to do that. There's nothing you can do to reverse it. You know, you just got to let it run its course, right? Yeah. So stopping it only just prolongs it or just postpones it. It doesn't actually stop it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So... So, yeah, not sure if I would do that then. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad I heard that before I did. I bought the yeah. news. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless you can take that much time off, but I doubt you can do that. Sure. <laughs> I don't want to at this point. No, be no. Better ways. Yeah. Okay, so uh, detoxification, stopping it. A person who needs temporary relief from a continually heavy, painful detoxification may discourage that detoxification by taking 102 to 107 degrees Fahrenheit, one to one and a half hours baths, three days apart. Immediately before each bath, the bather should drink a blended mixture of one-fourth to one cup unripe lime juice, three to seven tablespoons coconut cream, one to six teaspoons raw dairy cream, or two to six tablespoons avocado. Measured ingredients should be equal for suggested amounts, that is, for a person who is four to four foot six, 
the smallest amounts of each ingredient to be blended is one-third cup lime juice, three tablespoons coconut cream, one teaspoon dairy cream, or two tablespoons avocado. A person who is 4'6 to 5'2 should blend one-half cup lime juice, four tablespoons coconut cream, two teaspoons dairy cream, or three tablespoons avocado. A person who is 5'3 to 5'9 should blend two-thirds cup lime juice, five tablespoons coconut cream, three teaspoons dairy cream, or four tablespoons avocado. A person who is 5'10 to 6'2 should blend about three-fourths cups lime juice, six tablespoons coconut cream, five teaspoons dairy cream, or six tablespoons avocado. A person who is 6'3 to 6'10 should blend about one cup lime juice, seven tablespoons coconut cream, two tablespoons dairy cream, or seven tablespoons avocado. After the bath, the bather will be weak. The bather should move slowly from the bath and sit to dry. Bundle in very warm natural clothing and take a 30 to 45 minute easy walk. The hot bath routine above works by instigating the healing cycle that relaxes bacteria, putting them in hibernation, and discouraging cells from producing virus. Those are the same effects produced by fever. Fever is an important and beneficial feat of the body. Fever ends microbe and viral proliferation and initiates intense healing, cellular division, and reproduction. Usually, fever is accompanied by necessary lethargy that transforms into tiredness. Rest, relaxation, and sleep are important because most healing occurs during those states. For a less beneficial alternative for stopping painful, persistent detoxification for the elderly is to eat a cooked meal once weekly. A cooked meal discourages continual detoxification of old stored toxins. One cooked meal of baked chicken once weekly usually stops and prevents extreme detoxification of old toxins stored in the body. Detoxification of drugs... What? Sorry? Makes you wonder about decades of a diet of only cooked meals. Yeah. No, I know. Which is like, thank God we're uh, coming to this information now. Detoxification of drugs is characterized by coating on the tongue, sour taste in the mouth, chemical smelling urine, skin eruptions, nausea and or headache, and often by the returning of symptoms that had occurred at the time a drug had been taken. Drinking a mixture of two tablespoons of unheated honey per one cup of raw fresh orange juice helps the body neutralize drugs. Here are the foods that have helped to bind with the following toxic substances and remove them from your body. Amphetamines and caffeine, carob powder, raw kefir, unheated honey, antibiotics, fresh parsley, antihistamines, sun-dried powdered clay, twice daily drinking two ounces of good mineral water with one-fourth teaspoon clay mixed in works best. Aspirin and cocaine, including Novocaine, Avocados, cough medications, sedatives, yellow banana pepper, yellow chili, eaten with a half avocado and some raw meat. Drugs in general, smoothies made with raspberries. Nail polish on nails, very toxic, 25% more fat, 
fresh parsley, 15 sprigs daily, and put coconut or olive oil on nails instead of nail polish. Salt, naturally sparkling mineral water, ripe tomatoes, vitamin C supplements, oranges. Like how he has vitamin C supplements as a drug. <laughs> That's funny. Because it is. Detoxification of radiation is characterized by nausea, nervousness, and a feeling of extreme sensitivity in the body. Radiation poisoning can come from medication, medical testing, x-rays, fluorescent lighting, television, computer monitors, laser printers, cellular phones, Bluetooth tech, irradiated food, microwaves, scanners, industrial pollution, jewelry, building material, and EMFs from improperly grounded electrical connections and operating machinery. So basically literally everything in your environment today. Eating avocado with orange or with melons facilitates the body's ability to discard stored radiation. If a person received barium or iodine as an x-ray contrast, eating a combination of raw meat with plenty of beef fat, and in the afternoon eating three ounces coconut cream blended with either three-fourths to one cup dark berries, such as blue, black, and boysenberries, or one-third cup raspberries and one-third cup dark berries helps detoxify it. For individuals who have taken radioactive medication, drinking raw milk with unheated honey helps detoxify it. Diabetes is an impaired ability to utilize carbohydrate, blood sugar, or protein blood sugar, pyruvate, because of insufficient production of insulin or faulty insulin manufactured by the pancreas. Symptoms, frequent hunger and urination, impaired vision, muscle cramps shortly after eating sweets, and wounds that heal slowly and poorly. Medicinal insulin causes poor sugar assimilation and metabolism and causes the pancreas to further deteriorate. The poorly assimilated and metabolized sugar is most often stored in the, in the extremities, causing deterioration of tissue and eventual gangrene and amputation. Eating tremendous amounts of unheated honey, about three-fourths cup throughout each day, replaces the functions of insulin missing in the blood while it heals the pancreas and encourages pancreatic functions. The best honey for this is a partially crystallized, completely unheated honey. Unheated honey is naturally crystallized within a year unless exposed to hot weather conditions. Refrigerating honey speeds crystallization but removed from refrigeration when crystallization begins. That's good info. I didn't know that. Eating plenty of raw fat strengthens glandular cells. Eating plenty of the, the particular meats that are right for you rebuilds the pancreas over a period of two to five years. If diabetes is accompanied with other ailments, rebuilding the pancreas may take many more years. If a person is suited for eating red meat, eating raw red fish, like tuna or salmon, with raw beef at least once weekly helps rebuild the nerves in the pancreas. When a pronounced decrease in energy occurs, eating avocado or other raw fat 
with raw, fresh, unripe fruit and unheated honey raises the energy level. When clients had been taking insulin for at least two years, he or she did best by weaning himself gradually off insulin over a long period, up to two years. It usually took that long before the pancreas worked well enough. When an insulin taker started experiencing itching of the skin, it was an indication to decrease his or her insulin intake. Diarrhea is the frequent elimination of watery fecal matter. Diarrhea should be welcomed. Eating plenty of raw fats, especially no salt added raw cheeses or raw eggs with raw unripe banana and unheated honey absorbs radical toxins causing diarrhea, soothes membranes, and replenishes lost nutrients. One to three tablespoons of raw carob powder may be added to that combination if it is a smoothie. Avoid apples. Yeah, hold on. Yeah. Uh-huh. As someone who just drank uh, a quart of raw cream this last week, I can vouch for the uh, diarrhea effect. Um, where where did it say raw cream? What are you talking about? Well, he said raw fats and cream. Oh, and yeah. Stuff. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so it says... Uh, one to three tablespoons of raw carob powder may be added to that combination if it is a smoothie. Avoid apples. They have a tendency to overstimulate the adrenals, which often cause more diarrhea. Drinking soured milk, such as raw plain kefir, helps restore intestinal flora lost in diarrhea. I guess drinking soured milk is good there. <laughs> Anyway, uh, diverticulitis is inflammation in one or more of the sacs of the intestines. It can result from food that is collected and adhered to the sac or toxins within the intestinal walls in a given area. It most often results from a fat deficiency, usually accompanied by protein deficiency. Often that results in the body's inability to produce proper or enough mucus to protect intestinal walls. There may be several reasons for fat deficiencies. Symptoms, abdominal cramps or pain, irregular bowel movements, gas, lethargy, and continued abdominal bloating. Eating one to two eggs every one to two hours, following that with one half tablespoon of butter-honey mixture for three to seven days calms this condition. Afterward, eating more raw fat with everything that is eaten and eating raw meat corrects diverticulitis. A diverticulitis. Eating vegetable salads often slows digestion and irritates the intestines. It is healthiest not to eat salads except as the very last food of the day. Drinking raw, fresh vegetable juices soothes intestines. If experiencing intestinal cramps, eating a half raw papaya with a half avocado or other raw fat, except cheeses, usually relieves cramps. Eating whichever raw meats that are appropriate for you will strengthen and tone your intestines. Yeah, Chris, hold on. Yep. Um, that that last part, whichever meats are appropriate for you. Yep. He mentioned uh, body types and personality types earlier in the book, right? Yep. That's what he's talking about? Yep, yep. And he says they can be corrected, so it's not like a fixed thing. 
Like over time, if you correct your health, then any meats should be good for you. Yeah, it's not a static thing, no. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Clarify. It's basically whatever, uh, I guess, whatever suits your current condition, which was described in the, you know, descriptions he gave. Yeah. That's the one that you should eat at that, that current time. Okay, so uh, dizziness is most often from low blood sugar. See hypoglycemia. Dizziness may be caused by swelling in one ear and not the other ear. Okay, dry skin and general dryness. So, okay, uh, let's see. Ear infection. Resting a hot water bottle next to the entire side of the head increases circulation, speeds nutrients to the area, and soothes pain tissue during this detoxification. Eating tomatoes r reduces fever and minimizes swelling. Eating citrus as well as tomatoes helps neutralize toxins in the affected area so that healing progresses more quickly. If experiencing severe pain, eating a golf ball-sized amount of ground meat with a half tablespoon unsalted raw butter and a half teaspoon unheated honey every four to six hours helps relieve pain and speed healing. Drinking a mixture of raw milk and bee pollen or raw carrot juice and bee pollen also relieves pain. More immediate relief may be obtained by pressing the juice from fresh garlic or onion, mixing four drops into one teaspoon of room temperature, unheated above 96 degrees Fahrenheit, fermented coconut oil, or cold-pressed peanut oil or stone-pressed olive oil, slowly putting drops into the ear and gently plugging the ear with a puff of cotton. Then apply heat with a hot water bottle, not an electric heating pad. Electric pads generate electromagnetic fields that may interfere with neural function and healing. Edema is the retention of fluids in the body. It is sometimes a mineral deficiency or mineral imbalance where cells are unable to utilize water. Avoid edema. salt. Edema, okay. Avoid salt. Drinking honey mixed with fresh raw vegetable juices or fresh raw tomato puree and eating no salt added raw cheese at the same time correct many mineral imbalances. Eating raw fish and getting fresh air and sunshine are helpful. Nowadays, a major contributing cause of edema is volatile compounds and fluids collecting in the body. They must be diluted or they will irritate, burn, and kill cells. Uh, emphysema is swelling and destruction of the sacs in the lungs, usually brought on by airborne pollution. For instance, tobacco smoke, including secondary smoke, smog, and prolonged inhalation of dust, such as lint from synthetic fibers from bedding, clothing, carpets, and rugs, and coal dust. The lungs have become loaded with garbage that they cannot easily detoxify and discharge. If a person stops smoking, stays away from airborne toxins, including synthetic fibers, and eats a raw diet with plenty of raw fat and raw meat, he or she may have a good chance of living with emphysema. So I would also suggest getting a good air purifier with that, obviously, yeah. for your house, if you got, like, carpeting and stuff, you know. Uh, 
Uh, epilepsy is characterized by sensory seizures, change in sensation or loss of consciousness, or convulsive seizures, involuntary muscle movement. This is an ailment that mainly results from a lack of enzyme mutations to digest, assimilate, and utilize both cooked fat and proteins. It is dangerous for people with epilepsy to eat cooked meat and cooked fat. In infants and children, I have observed that antibiotics cause frequent or constant grand mal and petite mal seizures. Eating plenty of raw fat and raw meat has corrected this problem within nine months to two years. That is, unless a person continued to eat cooked fat and meat and take medication. When a person had taken medication for a long time, it worked best to wean himself or herself over a comfortable, comfortable period of time by reducing the dosage every three to four months. In infants, I suggest that medication be immediately discontinued and one teaspoon of the mixture of two parts unsalted raw butter to one part completely unheated honey be given every 20 to 40 minutes until seizures subside. It was best for infants to receive meals of only raw milk blended with unsalted raw butter and completely unheated honey, two tablespoons butter and one-fourth teaspoon honey to seven ounces milk. In one case, an infant experienced seizures only when she nursed from her mother. Her mother took medication. Eye inflammation and irritation. The same remedy suggestions for conjunctivitis has soothed and healed those conditions. Eye strain. Getting sleep, plenty of sunshine, and eating red and orange live foods, such as raw fresh tuna, salmon, tomatoes, raw carrot juice, oranges, watermelon, and cantaloupe soothe and heal eye strain. Eating unsalted raw butter is also helpful. Blurred vision accompanying eye strain is often a red meat deficiency. Eating red meat with unheated honey corrects blurred vision. Mm. Yeah. There's that combination there. Fat deficiency. Huh? I'm going to go get some honey right now. I've been eating some meat. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I had for dinner. I I just I had a raw ribeye and I just, I like put unheated honey on it. <laughs> I just ate it like that. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> Actually, kind of made it taste better. You know. Yeah. Uh, so it's fat deficiency results from either not eating enough fat or lacking the enzyme mutations for digesting, assimilating, and utilizing cooked fat. Eating plenty of raw fat with unheated honey eventually improperly lubricates and strengthens cells. Fatigue is the, quote, normal feeling of physical, emotional, and mental weariness at the end of a day. However, if fatigue happens during the day, it frequently results from self-criticism. Focusing on one's talents and accomplishments develops and continues them. If you don't know you have a talent, you could develop one to which you are attracted. Drinking a mixture of a half cup raw fresh juice mixed with a half cup unheated honey usually brings immediate relief. Sleep is both healing and energizing. Fever is a body temperature above the body's normal temperature. 
Fever ends proliferation of bacteria and other detoxification microbes, stops cells from producing virus, and initiates intense healing, cellular division, and reproduction. Usually, fever is accompanied by necessary lethargy that transforms into tiredness. Rest, relaxation, and sleep are important because most healing occurs during those states. Getting plenty of sleep, fresh air, and eating red and orange live foods such as raw fresh tuna, salmon, tomatoes, carrot juice, oranges, unripe watermelon, and cantaloupe soothes tissues and prevents cellular destruction. If blood sugar problems exist, add four to six tablespoons raw fat to any high-carbohydrate fruit. Eating fresh raw aloe vera gel also soothes tissues, especially mucous membranes, and prevents cellular destruction. Consuming raw cream or unsalted raw butter also helps. If there is not an appetite, drink the freshest raw juices mixed with uneated honey. Raw cream mixed in equal proportions with the freshest raw carrot juice or cream mixed with orange or watermelon juice is often the most soothing. If a fever rises above 105 degrees Fahrenheit, drink chilled, fresh, blended raw tomatoes or fresh raw fruit purees of red and orange raw foods. Don't panic. When eating a predominantly raw diet, convulsion and irreversible brain damage has not happened from fever. Night fevers, night sweats, are usually a combination of friction from mass cellular division, cellular reproduction, and cessation of intense detoxification. That is cause for joy. It is a time of intense rejuvenation when an individual becomes more alive with new cells. Sleeping more, getting fresh air and sunshine, and eating plenty of raw meat during and after these cycles brings youth and strength. Eating one-eighth teaspoon of royal jelly with raw meat and with raw fat daily during those cycles increases the body's ability to reproduce and strengthen cells. Fever blister is a sore in or around the mouth characterized by inflammation, swelling, and sensitivity. Fever blisters are the result of too many free volatile toxins in the serums in the mouth, including blood. This results from a deficiency of nutrients that neutralize and bind with toxins. A person not getting enough sleep can cause fever blisters and acne because the body spends all available nutrients on physical activity, resulting in excessive accumulated toxins throughout the body. Drinking the following mixtures usually has healed fever blisters within 36 hours, but in a few instances has taken up to five days. First food in the morning, heat good mineral water until it is no hotter than an immersed finger can tolerate for three seconds. Stir in two to five tablespoons unheated honey. Then stir in one to two tablespoons raw unpasteurized apple cider vinegar, four to six tablespoons fresh raw lemon or lime juice, and two tablespoons raw cream if available. Last food before sleep. Blend one tomato, one to two tablespoons raw and pasteurized apple cider vinegar, two to four tablespoons unheated honey, and four to six tablespoons fresh raw lemon or lime juice, and two tablespoons raw cream if available. Food addiction is the frequent craving for a particular food or foods. Most people can't digest, assimilate, and utilize what their bodies need from cooked foods, so they overeat. 
It is almost impossible for a person to overeat when on a raw diet that includes meat. The body loses its, loses its appetite when its needs are satisfied. If someone deprives her or his body of what it needs, she will experience emotional deprivation, depression, or anxiety, anxiousness, and irritability, and malnutrition. Eating the foods a person craves, fresh and raw, brings on a degree of physical and emotional satisfaction that would not have ill repercussions. For people who crave chocolate, I have included a recipe for a substitute. Everyone should trust his or her cravings. Cravings are the body telling a person what it needs or that it needs the nutrients in the foods craved. If a person craves ice cream and raw cream is not available, she or he could eat either raw fat with unheated honey, such as avocados and unheated honey, or fresh raw coconut cream with unheated honey. Alonza, a nutritional colleague, has found a relationship between emotional needs and physical needs. She has found that people who are over-aggressive, trying to sink their teeth into things, have a protein deficiency and need to eat more raw meat, especially white meat. People who crave sweets have a need for a sweet life. Finding and interacting with sweet people will be as emotionally nourishing as raw fresh fruits and unheated honey will be physically nourishing. Foot problems, aching or burning feet, drinking a combination of raw tomato, raw cucumber, and raw carrot juices helps soothe the feet. Applying cold slices of fresh raw tomato or cucumber or potato to the soles of your feet soothe and relax the feet. Or soaking your feet alternately for two minutes in cold and then in warm water as many times as you like stimulates circulation and relaxes the feet. Cold feet. Drinking a combination of raw tomato, raw spinach, raw carrot juices with the juice of a half to one hot fresh raw pepper, chili, jalapeno, etc., and two tablespoons unheated honey increases body temperature. Alternately, standing on your toes for one to two minutes and then on your heels for 30 seconds increases circulation to the feet, warming them. Cons, or corns. Alternately, rubbing stone-pressed olive oil twice daily for one day and then rubbing cold-pressed below 96 degrees Fahrenheit peanut oil twice daily for three days gradually causes the corn to let go. Peel off the corn and you will find smooth skin. Or bandage a piece of fresh raw lemon peel or pineapple peel on the corn. Inside a peel against the corn overnight for several nights until the corn comes off leaving smooth skin. Uh, fungus is characterized by itching and peeling of the skin. All fungi naturally appearing in the body are beneficial. They consume intercellular toxicity, including toxicity caused by antibiotics. Consequently, fungi detoxify antibiotics. Eating foods that alkalize facilitates the cleansing and healing processes, reducing the need for fungi. Cooked acidic foods like coffee, chocolate, teas, including herbal, soups, and meat should not be eaten. It is best to let a fungus run its course, usually in five to six weeks. 
If that is impossible, coating the area with unheated honey and covering it with a clean cotton cloth will smother the fungus and stop it for a period of time. So uh, fungi are beneficial. Y'all, you want to say something? So if you have athlete's foot, should you lick your feet? <laughs> Maybe not that far. <laughs> That's vile. Yeah, it? probably probably not that far, but I don't know. Maybe. You should try it and then uh, let us know what happens. Well, that would mean I would have to contract athlete's foot on purpose first, and I'm not going to do that. So. <laughs> okay. Oh wait, I have, I have an idea. Uh huh. If you if you uh, scratch your scalp for several minutes over a paper towel, and then eat the dead skin flakes. <laughs> I'm kidding. There you Don't go. do that. That's that's a gross. <laughs> All right. So uh, gallstones are deposits of crystallized resins and minerals, the same as kidney stones, but combined with bile in the gallbladder. Uh, along with the suggestions for kidney stones, see page 282, we're not there yet, eating foods containing a lot of minerals, that is fresh raw vegetable juices, raw eggs, raw milk, preferably full fat, raw plain kefir, tomatoes, melons, no salt added raw cheeses, and fresh raw fish, especially raw oysters and clams with raw fat, soothes the condition. Drinking two ounces of fresh raw beet juice mixed in other vegetable juices and eaten with no salt added raw cheese once daily speeds the process. Hey, hold on. A raw, huh? Uh, as we have mentioned in past calls, we don't believe in eating shellfish, but right. um, I think I right. see the pattern in his suggestions there. The oysters, oysters are known to be one of the highest sources of concentrated zinc, and uh, if you'll remember our copper zinc imbalance episode a few ago um zinc displaces copper they have an a balancing and also antagonistic relationship with each other right so that plus fat lots of fat um he's trying to get the gallbladder to unclog if it's got gallstones and also spit out and detox excess copper to excrete mm. it mm-hmm okay he says uh, a raw milk eggnog made by blending two raw eggs, a half cup raw milk, and one-fourth banana. Nutmeg isn't necessary. Works just a little bit slower, but sometimes is more soothing. Dude, I love eggnog. <laughs> yeah. I can drink so much of that stuff. If only I had some raw milk, man, to make it. If you will, uh, if you remember the consistency of eggnog, that's about what uh, the raw cream tastes like, or uh, feels like. Oh, the raw. Oh, really? Sometimes it's as thick as like uh, melted cheese. Hmm. It varies. So it tastes. It tastes like eggnog too. No, no, no. Or? It has the. It has the thickness of it. Oh, just the the texture. Most of the time. Yeah. But what does it taste like? Just milk or what? Um, yeah, it's pretty, uh, mild, but also, uh-huh. well, it's hard to explain because it's, it's almost nauseatingly rich, um, mm. or, or it feels heavy in the stomach, 
that might just be me with this with my suspected uh copper zinc and right. right um, yeah but uh, it might not be because it has lactose which is a sugar yeah uh-huh. so it may be rich because it's sweet from that sugar mhm mhm hmm. okay so uh the gastritis is inflamed stomach walls. If a person is paunchy, he or she lacks the enzyme mutations to digest, assimilate, and utilize cooked green foods. Avoid eating cooked green foods. Another cause is drinking alcohol. Other causes are eating processed sugars and taking antibiotics. Eating plenty of unheated honey and raw fat has corrected this condition, that is, as long as cooked green foods and alcohol are not ingested. Glaucoma is edema. Edema, right? That's how you say it? Yeah. Okay, edema in the eyeball and hardening of the conjunctiva. Eating raw red meat daily helps reverse glaucoma. Avoid all cheese for six months. Eating one-fourth cup stone-pressed olive oil daily, several fresh raw tomatoes blended into puree with plenty of unheated honey, and a little fresh live hot pepper once or twice daily, and fresh raw fish at least once daily usually heals this condition in several months. If you are diabetic, glaucoma is probably due to poorly assimilated or metabolized sugars. Goiter is the enlargement of the thyroid. Eating raw fish every day for five weeks has corrected this mineral imbalanced condition and helped fortify the thyroid gland. Gonorrhea is an inflammation of the urethra and or vagina accompanied with pus. It is a necessary detoxification of the tissues that is usually caused by the inability to utilize caffeine and cooked green foods. Avoiding caffeine and cooked green foods stops the accumulation of these toxins. It is best to be celibate for 10 days. Getting a lot of sunshine and drinking two quarts of raw fresh orange juice throughout the first part of the day and then a balanced raw diet for the remainder of the day has brought this detoxification to a quicker end. Gout is a condition in which volatile substances, e.g. uric acid, collects in the blood and around the joints, causing swelling, especially in the fingers and toes. Gout occurs in people who can handle very little, if any, uric acid. Cooked and processed meats produce tremendous amounts of volatile toxins. Avoid cooked and processed meats. Eating plenty of raw meat with raw fat, however, helps remove the saturation of volatile toxins and strengthens the body. Eating raw, fresh tomatoes, pineapple, and melons, and drinking raw, fresh carrot juice mixed with other raw, fresh vegetable juices alkalize, cleanse, and soothes this condition. Uh, Halitosis is a foul odor emanating from the mouth. In hygienic people, only 1% of, quote, bad breath comes from decaying teeth. The other 99% of bad breath comes from a toxic intestine where foods have putrefied. Some putrid gases in the intestines pass into the blood and expel from the lungs. Eating unheated honey often, and when available, plain raw kefir. 
supplies enzymes necessary for better digestion. Eating fresh raw parsley or other fresh raw aromatic herbs or fresh raw vegetable juices or fresh raw pineapple or papaya aids digestion and sweetens breath. Very seldom does anyone on a raw diet have bad breath and only during detoxification. Some people are ill-affected by the putrid gases of bad breath that are emitted by other people. Those people get a headache when they are within two feet from someone who has bad breath. Many people who drink alcohol have a destructive chemical reaction that causes their breath to smell like airplane glue. Many people who do not drink alcohol have breath that smells like airplane glue. Some people get nauseous, claustrophobic, and headachy when enclosed in an unventilated room with someone who has breath that smells like airplane glue. Following the same suggestions above alleviates the gaseous ill effects suffered from someone else's bad breath. Hay fever is an extreme sensitivity to airborne substances that irritate the mucous membranes of the air passages and eyes. Immediate relief can be attained by eating a little honeycomb. Eating plenty of raw fat daily, especially eggs, with red and orange fresh raw foods eventually resolves this problem. For example, a fresh raw orange carrot or tomato smoothie soothes and sets a condition for healing the sinuses. Fresh raw meat like tuna and swordfish helps heal and strengthen sinuses. Also, eating fresh local bee pollen can help reverse this condition. If a person starts by eating one-fourth to one-half teaspoon unheated bee pollen at a time, six times daily, there will be only a remote chance of the rare incidence of anaphylactic shock. If hay fever is severe, working up to a half cup of unheated bee pollen daily with at least one-third teaspoon royal jelly and one tablespoon unheated honey mixed with 12 ounces of fresh raw vegetable juice, including carrot, and sipping it throughout the day may be a more palatable form to consume the pollen. Drinking one-sixth of this mixture six times daily has stopped sneezing and headache. Avoid cheeses during hay fever season. They can cause dryness of the sinuses. Headaches. The common headache is from either high blood pressure, most often caused by eating salt, or low blood circulation, or toxic bloodstream. High blood pressure headache. Mix two ounces of naturally sparkling mineral water with two tablespoons of unheated honey and, a ju and the juice of one lemon. Add six ounces more of naturally sparkling, sparkling mineral water and drink. Usually that relieves this headache in 20 to 40 minutes. All right, hold on. I got to plug plug something in here. Okay, uh, low blood circulation headache is accompanied by sluggishness. Mix two ounces of naturally sparkling mineral water with two tablespoons of unheated honey. Add six ounces more of naturally sparkling water and drink. Usually that relieves this headache in 20 to 40 minutes. Toxic bloodstream headache is accompanied by nausea. Drinking one cup fresh raw orange juice mixed with three tablespoons unheated honey usually relieves this headache in 20 to 40 minutes. Or drinking six ounces good mineral water mixed with two tablespoons of raw unpasteurized apple cider vinegar, 
Fresh raw juice of a half lemon and three tablespoons unheated honey usually relieves this headache in 20 minutes. Cluster headaches, also called, quote, suicide headaches, are successively occurring headaches that grow in intensity, usually immobilizing the sufferer. Cluster headaches occur in a body laced with volatile toxins, usually from excessive adrenaline, accompanied by low blood fat and low body fat levels. Cluster headaches are somewhat allergy-related. Avoiding the following foods and substances usually solves the problem. Caffeine, including aspirin, coffee, chocolate, and sodas. Alcohol, processed sugars, cheddar, and jack jack cheeses, even if cheeses are raw. Salt and anything made with baking soda. For cluster sufferers over age 25, following these suggestions for at least three days weekly for several months before the cluster season begins usually prevents reoccurrence. Abstain from the foods listed above and eat cooked starches with plenty of raw fat and tomatoes and eat fresh raw fish. Salmon is more often the most effective. Um... Migraines are sudden headaches that fluctuate in intensity, usually occurring on one side of the head. Sleeping is the best relief. When awake, eating a little spoonful of unheated honey every five minutes and avoiding all other food, especially avoiding meat and dairy, eventually relieves migraines. If thirsty, sipping some good mineral water or some fresh raw orange juice with an equal amount of unheated honey is helpful. Heart attack. Get medical help to stay alive. Then eating a healthy raw diet gradually restores the heart. Heart disease. Eating plenty of raw meat, raw eggs, raw dairy, stone-pressed olive oil, raw pineapple, fresh, raw fresh onions, and unheated honey very, very gradually restores the heart. I think I might uh, cut it off here. Okay. So, got anything else you want to say? Or? Um, nope. Okay. What do you think of uh, the Mike Kaiser call? I uh, haven't finished it yet, but <laughs> <laughs> it's it's entertaining for sure yeah <laughs> that's probably the the best known the most well-known uh black hebrew israelite group on youtube that he's debating yeah the gocc the gathering of christ church the gawk <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, Dude, they don't even know how to pronounce stuff right. And oh, I know. I know, I, I know, I know. there's like lost real Hebrew, but like they don't even know how to pronounce it in modern fake Hebrew correctly. No, like no, I know. Like they'll take all the uh, the consonants and they'll add the vowel vowel sound ah after all of them. Like for Israel, which is uh, you know R L, 
Yeah. Y S H R H L. They'll just put a an ah sound after all of those consonants. So Yasha Rahal. No, I know. I know. Yisrael. You know, it's just so embarrassing to. They, they, they got to they got to add their little jive talk to it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh huh. I think it's just a narcissistic ego thing. They they want to be special, you know. They got to make themselves look special by doing that. Yeah. yeah. Thing is, you're more special if you accept your place in wherever it is in the hierarchy. That's the most honorable thing to do, always. Yeah. Is to, uh-huh. you know, follow who your leaders are. And, uh, you know, if there's people under you, be a good leader to them. Not seek to be the highest because unless you really are the highest, you don't have what it takes to handle that position. Right. right. And you won't like it anyway. You would be happiest in the place in the hierarchy that God created you for. Yeah, natural order. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I say that not as somebody who is at the top, but you know, yeah. I'm, I'm not at the top as far as I know. So, you know, mm-hmm. I don't say that from a place of supremacy. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to be a snowflake. Yep, yep. Or a a melanin flake, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, on that note, I think we'll uh, continue this later. All righty. So, uh, thanks cool, for man. joining me again, Ross. Yes, uh-huh. sir. Thank you. All right. Well, you take care. Yeah, have a good night, man. All right, you too. All right, bye. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.